it might be childhood friends And I might drive you round the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kid to work it out in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows Okay, so how do we do, how do, we do this? Because we've got some probably some ground rules, I think so cold okay sorry yeah yeah we should say uh we're so cold i should say okay you've brought a prop tanner has a towel uh a towel it's, it's not a prop it's, a it's fur. an electric blanket okay it's a let's say it's a fur it's a fur coat it's an electric blanket it's on full blast right now okay. yeah so it is pretty oh. blustery and is that the uh, blustering of the wind that i've been hearing this whole time is that what it was kind of the blowing of oh. a cold winter wind not here in New England physically. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty nice today. Okay. But here in the podcast dungeon and in my soul yeah. and where we're headed, yeah. I think, for the next content block, certainly it's been a little bit... Pretty um, cold. Frigid. Blustery. And what are we kind of... We're maybe lost in the woods for this? Who we are? Metaphorically speaking? Yeah, I think... Um, Not happy. I think... Our sort of interaction with the, the content, the new content. Yeah. Block. Hello, by the way. This is Strange Bedfellas. My name is Tanner Green. And I'm Jack Shepard. This is a podcast about um, romance. Yeah. Romance. The romance genre. Yeah. You know, and a Jason. It's two dudes. Thing. Can you believe it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were lost in the woods and it's cold. And, but also kind of metaphorically. Retired the hunk hunters. Yeah. And we're not. Because October was was well come and gone. Yeah, and we found him. It all. Sh- let's we say where it started. Hunts. It all started with Hugh Grant's Vernal Dance. <laughs> In the springtime, didn't it? It's yeah. a natural, you know, most a lot of podcasts do Hugh Grant's vernal dance in the spring, and we thought, well, let's, you know, let's just see if we can kind of jump on this trend. <laughs> yeah. And then we were like, oh. It's going around TikTok. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, now we're kind of, feels like we're locked into a kind of a seasonal content block, which I was quite I pleased don't think about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that was going to naturally turn into the summer of Sandra. Wow, those were... Heady, glorious days. Those were heady, glorious days. Happy days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But then things took a turn for the weird, uh, because we did have to hunt for the hunks of the hunt for Red October. Uh, Throughout October and through much of the fall and into the winter. But then we found, we did find them all, didn't we? We got them all. Yeah, we did take a break in Armistice for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. And then... But now we're just sort of in the um, the cold, fr- like, grueling grind yeah. of, of winter that lasts until, like, what, March? Yeah, until Hugh, for, Fucking Hugh Grant's sucks. Vernal Dance comes around again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, everybody so, kind of strap in for this one. And it's we're on the East Coast here, so winter lasts for half of the year. So I think this will be yeah. this will probably be a pretty long one. Um, Could be. And are we, so are we? We're hunting before we say the name of the content block. Are we hunting Chris's? <laughs> I wouldn't say so. I would say that. So I should kind of um, get out of a hunting mentality. 
Let's see. Here's what it could be. And bear with me here. Okay. A Christmas carol where each Chris okay. is like a ghost of Christmas past. Or like, you know, Chris content. And we need to learn, I think, learn a lesson from each movie. Just take a look at what you have become. Okay. About why we love Christmas. Uh, okay. I don't remember what the... That's a lot. So I'll say the name of the content block and we can work from We there. should do... Uh, we. That's just one idea. Yeah. So the name of the yeah. content block that we're doing is... Now is the winter of our Chris content. And it's, yeah. we watch Chris content. Chris content. We explain, we, Chris, Chris content. content. But we, we experience Chris content. And that, that much is... That much is locked down, but it sounds like you've got a whole well, sidebar two things. that's like the ghost, the Chris's of Christmas, Christmas past. I think it could be. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost of um, Christmas I don't, past. I don't hear you shooting any ideas out there. No, you want to know why? You, you want to know why? Because I fucking love it. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. why. <laughs> okay? So, cool your horses. So, I think we're just, we're um, cranky. Yeah. Humbug. Old Scrooge. Grouch-like. Yeah. Old Scrooges. Yeah. Okay. Locked in our cold podcast. So dungeons. cold. Yeah. And our hearts are cold. Bah humbugging about everything. We're also Richard the Third. That's about. That's what. Sorry. Uh, Richard the uh, Third. Let's see some lines you might remember from things he said. Now is the winter of our discontent. Made glorious summer. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By this Duke of York. Yeah. <laughs> Famous guy. Sure. Yeah. Hunchback. Yeah. You know. Uh, my kingdom for a horse. Another thing he says. Yeah. Which sounds like a bad trade, um, but, you know, I think that that's actually the point of the line. <laughs> I'm pretty sure John Steinbeck. Okay, good. Was not expecting that phrase to come out of your mouth as a response. Had a novel called The Winter of Our Discontent. Okay. Uh, 1961. It was his last novel. So okay. that's, we could also reference that. Okay. Let's see, um, let's see what this is sort of You think about. it was a reference to the Shakespeare line or just a coincidence? <laughs> coincidence. Must be. Sag Harbor. <laughs> oh, so you're looking up Steinbeck novels now. So you think that this content block needs more like meat on the bones? Well, I don't, you're the one. I don't know. You sort of said like I think you started it off by saying like, it, "Who are we? What are we doing?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, and the hunk hunters. Once retired, you get churning, you know? it's a kind of yeah. Somebody has to say stop. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. It's like a boring machine, you know? Stop. <laughs> I think we've, <laughs> we got the bones of this. We're hunting Chris's, but not like hunting them like the hunk hunters did. Those guys, we don't even agree with their methodology or philosophy. We shouldn't, you don't, we don't think you should hunt men. We, but um, no, and we're in hunting fact, like really the, for our own sort of emotional. The podcast took a pretty growth. like aggressive turn, yeah. I think, during. Yeah. The hunt, the hunt, October hunt for the hunks of the hunt for Red October. Yeah, and possibly the the for... kill count during Summer of Sandra might have kind of influenced that. <laughs> so maybe this is good. Well, we'll so I don't we'll think we need to be this, going after these yeah. Chris's at all. I think they're coming to us. Yeah, they're coming to us, and we'll they're coming to us with insights. Yeah. So this is a what can we learn? A gentle what can we learn about each other. Block. It's gentle. I think it's a it's it's why well, would you call a Christmas Carol gentle? The, um, kind of depends on the version. <laughs> some of them are pretty scary. Yeah, some of them are too scary. 
The Scrooged one. Scrooged is really one scary. is the one I'm thinking of. Too scary. Yeah, watched it recently. In fact, all of the all of them in the Scrooged one are scary. Even the Muppets There's not a ghost one is in scary. That one that's not scary. Muppets one is scary. Yeah. That's the the Ghost of Christmas Future is scary as hell in the Muppets one. They went too far. Yeah, they went too far with that one. Yeah. I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's the winter of our Christmas uh, content, uh, and we're kind of looking into the past, uh, the Christmas past, Chris Christmas. There's no T there. It's Christmas past, but not that we're yeah, ha- participating in the war on Christmas. We're pro. We're, we're neutral on Christmas. I mean, we like it. I think. <laughs> I don't know. We don't have. We just. Don't, we don't care. The podcast doesn't have an official stance. I think, but we don't I, have a stance. I quite like it. I we celebrate it. Yeah. I have a Christmas tree. Yeah. We're not religious, but we have the thing. But just to be clear, Chris, I feel like Christmas pass is going to be confusing for people. But it's it's if you're spelling it out, it's it's Christmas pass. C H R I S M A S. But or, I will yeah. just quickly quickly say, yes, please, as sort of like a you know just a, what, whatever the you've got the asterisks, the double asterisks, and then the little like, double daggers. cross. It's a dagger yeah. or an obelisk, it's also called. That doesn't mean that we are only watching films starring men named Chris, C-H-R-I-S. No, far from it. No. But actually a lot no. of it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. There's going to be a lot of it because there's a lot of dudes called Chris yeah. and they're in a lot of really good romance movies yeah. like the one we watched today. We should, should we say it? maybe discuss whether or not it's a romance movie. Uh, yeah, it's called Snow White and the Huntsman. Snow White and the Hunksman, more like. <laughs> more like Snow White and the Hunksman. So folks who have listened to the show know that what we like to do when we watch um, one of our famous romance movies is, um, first of all, uh, put a 60 seconds on the timer, and Tanner describes the entirety of the film during those 60 seconds. And then we, haven't done that we describe it again, and I describe the film uh, in iambic pentameter in a parody of the famous uh, Winter of Our Discontent um, verse from Richard III. Oh, and you've done that? Or you're going to do that in the next minute? Well, you'll do yours and then I'll do mine. That's how we've always done it. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, finally, it fits the theme. It's been weird But you've got a minute to sort of pull that together, or you're just going to do it off the cuff. I'll just do it off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just as you will be. So do you want to kind of gather yourself? Because this movie, I'll say, um, I don't... We watched, I also, we watched it some time ago. Yeah. Um, Yeah, about a week ago. It's... A lot happens in it. I didn't get this one. Uh, <laughs> it's not. There's not really a lot to get. I didn't really understand it. <laughs> a lot does happen. Quite a lot happens. I, I'm not gonna say. I. It's not like I didn't like it. Should have been a trilogy. We watched. I watched it during the day. I didn't like. I can say that I didn't like it. Uh, you know, if you heard of um, third screen or second screen. <laughs> You've invented a new one. Yeah, yeah. There's a new one. That's when you've you, gone even third deeper. Third screen is when you are like kind of looking at your phone while you're watching the movie, but maybe you're also playing Kingdom Rush on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> just because like you're watching it during the day and it's like a, you know a healthy two hours and like just a lot's happening and that. Oh, it was longer than that. Yeah. It's long. <laughs> this one's long. If you're gonna buckle in for this one, yeah. Um, let's see. Let me get to the. Why would you not have the runtime? Wow, won a lot of awards. You know, that's the, not the first time I've done this, Tanner. 127 minutes. Can I take, make a sidebar? Over two hours. Quickly. What? It's not the first time I 
I've done this. You know, I said, uh, hey, third screen. I meant second screen. I did this like pretty embarrassingly the other day. I was talking to a video editor who I was working with on a project uh, who I just met. Very nice guy. Mm -hmm. And we were uh, getting along and just kind of talking trade, talking shop. Because, you know, I make content too. And I was saying, and I felt like we were we were like on the same wavelength. And I was like, hey, you know how it is when you're like, watching a vid i wonder if it's true with video as it is with audio like while you're like experiencing the performance you've got like kind of a third brain that's like doing the edit in your head <laughs> and like as soon as i said yeah. i saw his eyes just go a little wide <laughs> and uh, i did <laughs> i just like didn't quite have time to like didn't feel comfortable second. going back to either correct it or as i did i think pretty effectively when we were talking about second screen like like make it work so i think this yeah. guy now thinks that i think i have a second brain <laughs> that's like kind of unaccounted for <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because I never freaking, cleared it. Freaking, I said that, human. <laughs> um, great. Yeah, so funny. So the movie is called Snow and the Huntsman. Yeah. It is over two hours long. Mm -hmm. I watched every minute of it. It's jam-packed. It could have been a trilogy. I'm discovering now that there is a sequel we'll yeah. have to watch. I will have to watch it. We'll have to speculate on what it's about, I guess, probably. Well, I can tell you who comes back, and maybe that'll help us understand. Yeah. Hemsworth. Hemsworth is He's back. back. Charlie and let's sort of the double as um, black. You want to know what's interesting as, uh, that I'm just realizing? Dramatis persona tell me, too. Tell me if this is interesting. I, this just popped yeah. into my head, for real. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. and you can look it up. I'm pretty sure Theron is Greek, the Greek word for hunter. <laughs> I, I I won't look it up. Do you want to? <laughs> not really. So, Will you look it up? I guess it's not that hard. I'll check now. Isn't she South African? What's it? What's it? The South African word for? Somebody look it up. Yeah, Theron is a boy's name of Greek origin. It translates to hunter. So is that weird? Because right. it's like Snow White and the Huntsman, and then also... Well, she's not the Huntsman, so it was bad casting, I guess. <laughs> um, who else is coming back for the um, sequel? Nick Frost and Sam Claflin. Oh, I'm glad they now, brought back Now, this was a surprise the, to me. The dwarves. <laughs> I was awfully surprised when, like, maybe an hour into this movie yeah the dwarf show i'd kind of forgotten it. so much had happened and i said to jamie like are there dwarves in this movie and she was like no no way and like five minutes later there's dwarves in this fucking movie. yeah yeah it's but they're not not really I it's forgot. not like little people well it's somewhat controversial i think because they uh certainly it's all famous actors uh, a, a number of uh little people actors were unhappy that they chose to have people like nick frost and then just like superimpose their faces on the bodies of of little people, little people so, yeah you know what are you gonna do that's not my problem i didn't make the fucking movie what we are gonna do is i just watched it <laughs> gave them money watched it yeah, I gave them three. Encourage them to make the second one. <laughs> yeah, um, you'll describe the film in sixty seconds, and then I'll do it in iambic pentameter. Um, okay. Yeah, we lose Kristen Stewart. By the way, for, for next, yeah, we should say the Huntsman Winter's War. We, but we gain, but we gain Emily Blunt and Jessica Chastain. Does that we're not going to watch this? Is that next. a fair trade? I don't know. You know what? I'm pretty pro Kristen Stewart. Maybe at we the just moment. watch it in our free time. I don't know why, but I've just partially because there's just a lot of Kristen Stewart hate out there, 
I think she what, kind what, of rules. What a, a decade are you living in? Who who is possibly doing Kristen Stewart hate right now, and for what reason? I don't know. Maybe it's got. Maybe it's over. I was reading the Rotten Tomatoes reviews of this film earlier today for a segment that we might do later, and there's a lot of Kristen Stewart hate, but it's maybe from time times past. Here's the you, you know because of start what my, she did to uh, clock? the guy from the the movie. Didn't she cheat on him? Famously, Isn't she like a famously out lesbian now yeah, i know she is now <laughs> well she was going through something i don't know I'm, we're all flawed did i say jesus forget it okay i'm gonna put 60 seconds on this big bad clock and then i'll have you describe the film are you ready for that oh that's not enough time because there's so much happens time your time begins now snow white's mom has a prophecy that she's going to have birth to Snow White, and then she does, and then she dies. Okay. And then army men come. Have like, birth. Like, um... <laughs> Hurry up. Don't get... Don't, I needed um, to say it, but you keep saying. Um, like lava glass guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're, like, made out of lava glass come, and they start hitting the castle with hammers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, they stop the lava guys, and there's a woman in the in a crate, and it's Charlize Theron, <laughs> and she fall makes the king fall in love with her, and her name is Ravenna, mm-hmm. uh, and she um, has a magic mirror that's like a big glass dude or a big um, gold dude, and so much more happens, and I'm out of time, but there's dwarves uh, and Thor is in it, yeah, it's, a lot happens. Does your um, poem cover a lot i kind of hope of what so. i missed um, yeah here's what i've got you know it's in my I best really held up at the beginning my best iambic pentameter oh, i didn't even cover her her brother it's it's pretty shakespearean she sucks souls i'm gonna say it doesn't really cover that much of the film but i did the best <laughs> i could uh why don't i just start now you should just watch the movie it's not <laughs> good um but it's it's like a lot happens you know you're gonna get your money's worth Now is the winter of our Chris content, mm. made gloriously dumber by the Chris from Thor. Bella from Twilight locked inside a cage by the girl from Eon Flux, except she's bad. We haven't watched that. Now when Morticia Adams bathes in milk or steals youth from the blood of peasant girls. All the girls in our village were taken. It's like a massive Botox sesh for her. But when her brother with the creepy hair lets Bella Swan get loose from out her cell, makes a fool of my brother! They send the Scottish man from Ghostbusters. Or is he supposed to be Australian? It's hard to tell. His accent is as whack as Kevin Costner's drawl in Prince of Thieves. Queen demands your presence. Can't you see him having a bath? But soft, let's dwell no more on Hemsworth's brogue, for they have made another bonkers choice. Here in the woods are seven British dwarves. And one of them is, bafflingly, Nick Frost. My lad, are you Wi-Fi something still here, them harpy fairies? It's kind of like that fairy tale, Snow White. But where there once was snow, Nick Frost remains. And for some reason, Sneezy just gets murked. And Dopey has telepathy. Oh, they're bad. She will heal the land. She is the one. For real. The premise is that Bella Swan's so hot that only she can kill Charlize Theron. And so the discontented queen gets pwned by Kristen Stewart, Winter's Hottest Chris. 
Yeah. It's about right. Do you think that is a heavy, heavy burden to lay on Chris Hemsworth's shoulders in the first episode of The Winter of Our Chris Content, that he is the hottest Chris of the winter? No, I'm claiming Kristen Stewart is the winter's hottest Chris. Oh, That's like the twist. Sure. This is a double Chris. And it's, and I think it's the, the film implies that because the, the premise is that no one is hotter than uh, Charlize Theron from uh, Mad Max Ex- well, Fury until, Road until Kristen Stewart comes along and then she's the only one then she's that's hotter than Charlize yeah. Theron. It's frankly kind of a bonkers premise for a movie. I think they're both beautiful women but like I wouldn't say well, it's like... like <laughs> it's kind of the premise of the... I don't think it's the movie's fault. That's sort of... That one's from the fairy tale if I'm remembering the fairy tale correctly. Well, but the fairy tale doesn't specify like actors, you know? Like it gets... <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They were really making a lot of like you know, it, you, it leaves you. It's your imagination, but in this case, it's you like, don't see the movie's putting its. I cards guess you on see the table. a lot of the only other maybe the fantasy is that this world is very small because the only other women we see have like um, horribly scarred themselves to prevent the mirror's detection. How is cars protect us? Without beauty, we are worthless to the queen. It's a sacrifice we made. So we could raise our children in peace while their fathers are at war. And you, your sacrifice will come. Yeah, I'd quibble with that slightly. They do, so they're like, just in case, it's kind of, they're like, if all the babe, anyone who's a babe, uh, Charlize Theron like steals their uh, like youth and their essence. And steals their essence. She turns them into frail old ladies. But they're like, see it happen. They're still babe. Radical. She does it for her and her creepy brother, who I love. Yeah, the brother is my favorite Finn. character. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, I couldn't quite figure out what his deal was. He seems like maybe he's like kind of not that smart, but he has like truly an astonishing haircut. <laughs> yeah, and always has. We see some flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they really pack a lot in. You really got to watch this movie. You got to watch So much movie. happens. Um. Yeah. Let's say what else happens. Uh, so let's see. They go to the fairy sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fairies are awful. Really gross. They're like nude little boys with like punk haircuts and big eyes. But don't they come Ugh. out of like animals? Yeah, they sort of. They can. I think control animals. Maybe or are animals? I don't know. Hard to say. We should say it's um kind of like Snow White, but like also <laughs> sort of. not really like. There's not, I guess there's a, an apple thing part, but it's like, like in my memory of Snow White, it's been a while. Apple. The Disney movie. Well, I was thinking the fairy tale just kind of writ large, but sure, let's go buy the Disney it's movie. It's a big, uh, the apple is a big part of the Disney Th- That's movie. The apple's like pretty central, but in this it's more yeah. like, just like, oh shit, we she, should get an apple into this. <laughs> she sort of gets pretty easily conned by, um, I can't remember her name, Ravenna. Yeah. Ravenna. Ravenna? I think it's Ravenna. Ravenna. Yeah, Ravenna sounds like shit. <laughs> she tr- she tricks uh she she can like um do like glamours and she makes herself look like Snow White's like old boyfriend. Childhood boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And and pretty quickly convinces and then her to he give him, an apple. give him a big kiss and then eat an apple. <laughs> you see child. Love always betrays us. 
Uh, but then that, then it's like, she's not asleep for long. Don't you think, let me, tell me this, tell me this, riddle me this. Don't you think it was lazy of the fairy tale guys to be like, hey, we've got two like absolute banger fairy tales. This first one, it's about this, um, this like princess who like pricks her finger on like a something or other. And then she's asleep. And then the other yeah, one, it's about this princess like who like to eats an apple. <laughs> and then like. Okay, get this. Like, she's asleep. <laughs> she also falls asleep. Yeah. It's a good... I mean, it works. It's like a sequel. <laughs> Spiritual sequel. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's probably what they would say. Yeah. Okay. So you you know the Grimm's Brother fairy tale well. No. Fairy tale no, well. No, I'm just saying that there's like kind of saying. like a... Is Thor in it? Hmm. Uh, mm. You know, honestly, think it's the Huntsman. It's the Huntsman is in it. And so the huntsman is actually in it. Yeah, I think so. But he doesn't show up until like really right at the end. I think to do what? Wake the princess. Okay. <laughs> I, I. You know what, folks? I'm gonna say right now. I don't really remember how Snow White goes. I, maybe she doesn't even fall asleep. Maybe she just gets hit. I think it I goes don't like remember. this. <laughs> yeah. I think it goes like this. I think we've just watched how Snow White goes. <laughs> yeah. It's called Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. It fucking owns. Yeah. Kristen Stewart's awesome in it, <laughs> and and so Charlize Theron is just astonishing. Charlize Theron is pulling a um. All right, walk with me on this metaphor. She's pulling a Snape from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, where she's like, I'm only in this movie for like. 20 minutes but I'm a main part of it and I'm gonna like just absolutely balls to the wall for like every fucking scene she's in this movie so much okay she's fine. in this movie so much <laughs> sure her brother's in it more yeah <laughs> but she's in it a lot but she like gives it everything it's just such a long movie yeah. is the thing yeah like she went and gave like a full movie's performance and it's only like a third of the movie yeah let's see she convinces Thor yeah, to the the kingdom's sort of in ruin because she's she really fucked sending it all up. the men off to wars and, and she's, she's like stealing sucking all, all the, the youth yeah. out of the babies. Yeah, and she needs to now that I don't know how the mirror. Well, the mirror like, is a guy. The mirror's like a guy. He comes out of the well. I don't know. The mirror's a guy, sometimes... and the mirror's like bad news. My queen, on this day, one has come of age fairer even than you. She is the reason your powers wane. Who is it? Snow White. Snow White? She is my undoing? I should have killed her when she was a child. Be warned. Her innocence and purity is all that can destroy you. But she is also your salvation queen. Take her heart in your hand, and you shall never again need to consume youth. You shall never again weaken or age. Immortality. They decide to, like, give us a, a, a scene where, like, we see the brother watching... Charlize Theron interact with the mirror yeah. and it's like a hallucination. I don't know. I think the mirror is a real guy because the mirror it comes to Charlize Theron and the mirror is like, weird news. Have you seen Twilight? Guess what? The girl from that she's is 18. here and she's turned 18 and now she's hotter than you. And that's objective fact in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And you and if there's someone who's hotter than you and the fairy tale and the fairy tale. Yeah. I'm sure it was worse than the fairy tale. Yeah, way knowing worse. those perverts. Yeah, yeah. 
So you got to get her. And then Charlize Theron's like, well, that sucks. But fortunately, I literally already have captured her. She's like in jail right now. So all I need to do is like not let her go. And then she's like, hey, right. creepy brother, can you go like check to make sure she's still in jail? And he's like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is my chance to like see if she'll give me a kiss. And then she right. kicks him in the balls and runs out of the cell. And like she slices his face open with a nail and runs out yeah. of the cell. And um, she, what are the birds that are white magpies? She's got a couple of magpies. Oh, it's the fairies we discover. Okay. She's got a couple of fairies dressed as magpies dis- sure. helping her. Yeah. And they send her down a, a sewer to yeah. escape, mm-hmm. which becomes instrumental later because that's the that's same sewer get that back the in. seven dwarves get through Yeah, to get in, to breach the gate. Then they run around in the woods for a while. Well, and then the queen is like, she immediately like stumbles into like a patch of like psychoactive mushrooms yeah. and like- is dying on the forest floor while having like a crazy hallucinogenic. This would have been a good opportunity trip. for her to have the apple. Yeah, instead she just sort of She's like, just like puffs into balls. some like yeah. puffer mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the queen is like, I know the, a guy who goes into those woods all the time. Yeah, he's an old drunk. He's awful. No one likes him. It's the most handsome man you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, he's so good looking. He has like the fucking craziest accent. <laughs> Yeah, she tells him that his dead wife will come back from the dead if he goes and captures Snow White, like, which is not true. Okay. I believe that. <laughs> so you wish to be reunited with your beloved? <laughs> you cannot speak of my wife. <laughs> you miss her. What would you give to see her? You know of my powers. Bring me the girl. And I will bring back your wife. I think you bring her back. I can. And then he goes and finds her and decides not to give her in. Because he falls in and love. And they run into the dwarves. Does and he? then the movie's just sort Does of like takes off from there. Is that... That's, I, guess I guess that's so. the question. This is a... So, is this a romance? At the end, they kiss. They do. Well, is it a romance? No. Okay. Pets. What are the three laws of romance? Pets die. Do pets Number die. one, she's she's riding a white horse oh, yeah. through the it, bog and it fully of like sadness. And it fully R-taxes. Yeah, okay. So That's not a romance. And she's like, get up, get up. And he's like, like shakes his horse head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so pets die. God, they love to kill horses in these things, don't they? <laughs> I know, I know. Um. And th- a lot of those horses don't make it after the scene is done. They have to just... I think shoot him in the head and leave him there. You know, like, I here's what I think. The third rule that we always forget, I, I think it's like some kind of like Bechdel test type thing that Jamie came up with. Like, that like they have to like have a conversation or something. <laughs> no, that's something we made up. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Huh. What are you looking up? Let's look it up. Okay, look it up. Because the second rule is happily ever, it has to end happily ever after or happily for now. And I think, yeah, for that. Because they do a big kiss. They defeat the evil queen. She like fully Joan of Arcs. Now, yeah, okay. I, I Googled the three rules of romance genre and I got a couple of hits. Okay. Um, the top one I think is probably going to be what we're looking for. And it's on famous website, medium.com. Oh, classic. Everyone check it out. Yeah. 
But the second one is careerauthors.com, eight scintillating rules oh, for romance. Is that us? Writers, writing romances. Did we do this? <laughs> so maybe this is what we need. No, this is not. This is That's about writing a romance. Okay. Sounds like that's a title we could use, though. Oh, I need to create a Medium account to um, see this content. <laughs> okay, send it to me. Oh, here we go. It says four rules. So this yeah. can't be right. So we'll have to discard one. Four unspoken <laughs> romance writing rules you have to follow by Kristen Reinhardt. Oh, this is one of the Chris's, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> Got her. Uh, this is a lesson we're learning. Rule one. Story's main plot is the romance between the two main characters. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to say no. That sounds like the one we can throw out. This one, Yeah, let's throw that one out. So you only get one to throw away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm feeling pretty confident that that's the one. Main plot is like Charlize Theron's trying to like stay young. <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Rule two. There's a lot of plot in this movie. This a lot of main plots. Story is driven forward by the obstacles created to keep the characters apart. Hmm. I think no. That, this is this is the wrong set of rules. Yeah, I think we have to throw that. Because <laughs> I'm going to throw too. that one out too. Okay, because they the, they once they meet, they kind of spend the whole. Um, no, there's some obstacles. She eats the apple. Well, there's plenty of obstacles. Yeah. Um, they keep getting attacked by like bad guys. Yeah, but that doesn't really keep um, them apart. It's like might kill them. I guess. Oh, you know what? One of the obstacles is what the village of injured women. Hmm. maimed women i don't remember that oh yeah her yeah yeah leaves her behind there and walks away yeah okay it's like an obstacle of convenience yeah it's like hey we've 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 done found it. safe haven for you and then it immediately gets attacked by like glass monsters unfortunately that guy with the haircut rule three the way you write the physical interactions between your two and characters is important well we'll throw that one out and then rule four happily ever after or happily for now is mandatory. So okay. that we know, and we've already got that one. Brand, where'd the pet ones go? There's no, yeah. I Now I'm starting to wonder whether... Maybe the third one was another pet one. Jamie put that pet thing in just to throw us off the set. <laughs> or maybe just to give us something to latch on to, because it's like, it's really easy to know. Did pets die? Yeah. Yes. So, I don't know. It's pretty romantic. Um, Three laws. This will probably help, right? I think the three laws is for like um there's a lot of them. One of them is bound to be right. Okay. Or relevant. A robot must not harm we have already done that one. <laughs> and I don't think that accounts. I mean, we're we're this movie's already like Yeah. I guess it's just like how at fault is it now of not being a romance? Yeah. Cuz a pet already does die. Yeah. Do they end up happily ever after? I think yes, so. Though. Yeah. She's the queen at the end. Yeah, so I think it's cru- I guess oh, it makes no, him yeah. the yeah. king. <laughs> But we know from uh, Snow White and the Huntsman too, or from what we know about it, that they don't end Uh-oh. up happily ever after, yeah. unless it's a prequel, which it may be. I saw I saw some blog that was like, in this fascinating movie that is both a prequel and a sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman. <laughs> I was like, wow, is that, wow, how'd you do that? <laughs> that well, we'll have to watch it. Well, this this is uh, this entire episode is just a hype episode yeah. for the Huntsman Winter's War. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't know whether it's a romance or not, but I do think we should take a quick break while we figure that out. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? 
Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is like, getting people wet who don't want to be wet so it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet that's us like that's what we do share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i am evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient flexible suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist you can switch at any time no additional charge uh go check it out learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. visit betterhelp.com slash bedfellows to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash bedfellows see you there well not me but have fun Okay, and we're back. Do you think we've said the whole movie? It's There's a lot of it. <laughs> it's a little too much movie, yeah. um, but I do think you should go watch it because you are going to get your money's worth if you pay the, the $3.99 that Apple TV asks for. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's worth that amount of money. <laughs> um, let's uh, see. I think that's pretty much it. She has a big, there's a war. Yeah, we should say there's, there's a war. He kisses her. She eats the apple. He, he, she dies. Her childhood boyfriend kisses her. Doesn't wake her up. Okay. And then- Mario's in it, I should say. Mario's in it? Chris Pratt. Yes. No. Mario is in this one, actually. Um, Bob Hoskins. Was he Mario? Yeah, in the 1993 film huh. Super Mario I, Brothers. I didn't quite get that. This was his final film. Was it really? It was- um. Not his finest work, but we all remember him fondly. Uh, Mario, of course, was his finest work. He played, work. Uh, like, uh, I guess, Doc, right? I don't know. But Doc has become sort of like a blind old mystic. Yeah, and then they, they kill one of them. <laughs> they kill, like, Dopey. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I won't leave you, miss. Sucks, yeah. And Nick Frost, who whom I like a lot, is really out of place in the film. It just like doesn't work. I guess really it's like bad. partial. It's not Nick Frost's fault. It's like any comic relief makes no sense tonally with this film. <laughs> but it's also like it's a bunch of like other sort of like bit actors. You know, I mean, so it's, it's a like pretty you kind famous of recognize guys, yeah. everybody, but they're all like cgi'd yeah. oddly and it just it's so odd it's such a weird it's movie. a weird movie um wh why don't i send you away to um think about that and then no 
Arbor Tanner, so nice to see you. Welcome back from the future. Um, I hope we haven't taken you away. From Hello, Jack. Anything important? I was going through the dark forest, actually. Oh, okay. Looking for young maidens to steal their essence and keep yourself looking young and fresh, if I may say so. Uh, no, I just wanted to get out of Super City, okay. like Mega Block Twenty One, and as you know, right outside of the right. city gates is the massive desert yep. with all the like vampires, mm-hmm. and then outside of the desert is the dark forest. Okay, yeah, I like to go there. I like to puff the puffer balls. <laughs> okay, <little>. yeah, <laughs> get, get pretty lit. lifted. Yeah, you know? okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the reason we've asked you here is for our hit segment where we talk about the Rotten Tomatoes reviews of the film and say whether they're good or bad. It's a segment that is called On the One Hand. Um, and we like yeah, to I know. begin with a segment within a segment about the positive reviews of the film that is also called, confusingly, On the One Hand. Um, I've collected uh, two positive reviews for you. I'd like to share them with you now. Okay. First one is from a member of the Hacker Collective, Anonymous, uh, who gave this film five stars on April 14th, 2017. Wow, they loved it. With the following review. And I'm starting to think now that you say Mario's in this movie, maybe it was Bob Hoskins as Mario giving this review. Uh, (laughs) Not to try to unmask Anonymous, but the review goes, I love it. I watch it everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, That's good. The up part is weird, and also, uh, even without the up part, uh, what do you mean you watch it everywhere? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, that's a hard one to, to like unpack. I watch it all he the time. Has watched I it understand it's like a, a known hyperbole for saying, like, I watch it a lot. I watch it all the time. Maybe he's watched it in every room of his house. <laughs> but you know? watch it everywhere is just a weird. I kind of want some more context there. <laughs> yeah. Mario. <laughs> Did Rupert Sanders direct anything else? Uh I bet uh, he he directed uh Snow White and the Huntsman Winter's War. <laughs> I honestly, I actually don't think he did. It was directed by the visual effects director of the first one. Yeah, I guess they were like, what's the only really good part about the first one? <laughs> he directed that much-hated Ghost in the Shell okay. American remake mm-hmm. with Scarlett Johansson, and apparently he's remaking The Crow next year. Okay, give that one a miss. <laughs> <laughs> the second review is also a um, positive review. It's from a member of the Hacker Collective, Anonymous, who gave this film four stars on October 17th, 2014, with the following review. Kind of like the dark version of Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> How many stars? Four stars, yeah. Thank you for that insight. <laughs> Kinda. Kinda. Whoa. Did you, what, did you go to film school? <laughs> Shit, it really makes you think. <laughs> yeah, wow. Whoa. Fucked up. Huh, I'll have to watch it again with that context. <laughs> Her name is Snow White. I, you'd think it would have like clued me in, but... Oh, wow. Now that you mention it. <laughs> This is a uh, segment within a segment uh, where we talk about the middling reviews of the film. It's called On the Fence Hand. Um, This first review is from a member of the Hacker Collective, uh, Anonymous, who gave this film 3.5 stars on December 15th, 2015. Can't make up their mind. Following review. I think referring to its uh, Rotten Tomatoes fresh percentage. Just 48%? Ha ha ha. Why not 20? You have not idea. Bunch of snobs. 
<laughs> you have not idea. You have not idea. And I just want to be clear, like a bunch of snobs. <laughs> this person wants it to be lower, but then in their own review gave it like a 70%. <laughs> it also seems like yeah, they're defending it, it sounds like too. Yeah. Like they're tell they're sounding to telling the snobs to fuck up. And it's off, also not you know? fair because it's an aggregation website, so it's like it's actually more likely that it's not a bunch of snobs. Like forty eight percent means like there are some a lot of major snobs who like fucking hated it, and then a bunch of people like we're two. Of I'm them. not gonna say like you because you gave it a middling review. Like the person you aspire to be who liked it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't love the movie, but like fuck the haters. Yeah, you know. That's fine. This next uh, middling review, I collected because I just really liked the phrasing of it. <laughs> Great. It's from a member of the Hacker Collective, Anonymous. Are you familiar with them? The Like the Guy Fox masks and stuff. Uh, this person mm-hmm. gave the film three stars on March 6, 2014 with the following review. Finally, a good Kristen Stewart film has come! Exclamation point. <laughs> and by 2012, what had she done? Maybe just those... Um... It's kind of the has come that I really like. Twilights. Just like, right? I don't, maybe it feels like prophetic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hark. Like they've been expecting it. Hark. <laughs> oh, she was in a lot of films prior to. Oh, she, I guess she was a kid actress. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. She's been in all sorts of stuff. This next uh, uh, Jumper. segment is a segment within a... F- oh, she was in Jumper, I think. Yes. The first movie on here that I recognize. Well, you know what Jumper. that means? It means that Jumper's like on the list of movies we're allowed to, to watch for our content block. Now is the winter of you our content. You think it's Chris something we can content. learn? Is there anyone named Chris? Kristen Stewart! Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Hayden Christensen. Yeah, too. and Hayden, the famous Chris, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> So yeah, that's on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, so I, the next segment. Hey, I've got an idea where we can jump next. Okay, good. Yeah, Jumper, got to watch it. It's uh, one of the most disappointing films I've ever seen in my life. I think people know that. <laughs> um, uh, next segment is a segment within a segment where we talk about the negative reviews of films called On the Other Hand. I think that's the only segment title that really kind of makes a lot of sense in this here yeah the first review is i know who you think it's going to be from but you're wrong it's actually from robert p uh who gave this film oh pattinson oh yeah <laughs> uh-oh isn't he the, the he was dating kristen Stewart for a while i think she famously cheated on him yeah she was going through so he's just stuff. going and leaving bad reviews <laughs> yeah on all her movies Robert Pattinson has left the following review, uh, two-star review, uh, on August 16th, 2017. Movie never did get rolling, much to its demise. And this one just kind of took me back because I was like, is that an expression? (laughs) Yeah. And then I was like, I started second-guessing myself. I was like, it's coining it. Maybe it is an expression. Much to its demise. Yeah. It's because it's like, what would you say? Much to, if you had to, if you got stuck in a sentence, it was like, man, this movie never got rolling. Much to its, what would you then say? Much to my chagrin. Mm, yeah, I guess. But once you've said it, oh, it's and it's much to its and much to its demise. <laughs> demise. Much to its. I don't know. Maybe I the demise is because he wanted to say laughing. my <laughs> chagrin, yeah. and then he, I don't know. Anyway, it really kind of took me back, Robert Pattinson. You got me. 
Um, this next review second, uh, it's the penultimate review that I've collected. It's from a member of the Hacker Collective, Anonymous, who gave this film mm-hmm. 0.5 stars on December 6, 2014, with the following review. She's bad, and she should feel bad. Who? I assume he's talking about the witch. Ravenna? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think she does feel bad at the end when she dies. Yeah. I'm not sure she feels it bad like about... It felt really bad. I think she also feels bad about what she did. She knows it's fucked up, but she's like... She's like a... I want to say this carefully without sounding like I think something that I don't think. But she's like a, like a fucked up feminist. Ravenna is? Yeah. Because she's like sick of like... Man, defend defend that. <laughs> the premise of the film is she's like sick of men, like always, like getting away with. Oh, uh, she does the f- earliest. So I guess we should do kill count for the summer of our Chris content. I thought we were gonna try to make this one gentle. I know, but <laughs> we're gonna make this one as gentle as possible. But that does include she does murk the king pretty early, count. and yeah. as she's doing it, yeah, sort of tells she him, tells him like, why. She's like, I'm sick of men. And like, fuck men. Th- I decided pretty young after really a bunch of bad men did a bunch of bad things to also become quite bad. I was ruined by a king like you once. I replaced his queen, an old woman. And in time, I too would have been replaced. Men use women. They ruin us when they are finished with us. They toss us to their dogs like scraps. What have you given me? When a woman stays young and beautiful forever, the world is hers. First, I will take your life, my lord. And then I'll take your throne. And that's my origin yeah. story. I think that's what she said. Yeah. If I acquitted myself well, I don't want people to think I think a thing that I don't think. But she's like kind of like a, a fucked up feminist in this. Right? Um, yeah, in a lot of ways, sure. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, moving anyway. on. I've collected one final uh, negative review. It's from a member of the Hacker Collective, Anonymous. Uh, who gave this film one star on December 28th, 2013. Following review. Poor! Slept off three times watching this very lethargic drool of darkness. What is with the Hacker Collective this week? They're all, like, talking like AI. I, also, like, what's what's sleeping off? Is it... <laughs> like, nodding off? Oh, uh, oh man. I guess is what they meant. Are you sleeping off? <laughs> I'm sleeping off right now. <laughs> you catch someone during the movie falling asleep. Hey, are you sleeping off right now? <sighs> Lethargic drool of darkness. Oh, yeah. I just thought that was like a pretty poetic description of the film. Lethargic yeah. drool of darkness. That's oh, it. Joan's here. Joan's here, yeah. Hello, Joan. Joan is here. She wants to be on the podcast. Joan, say something. <laughs> She's not interested in talking. Yeah. Um, I dispense my kisses to the, we like? the middling review. Not the Mario? Which was, what was the middling review that I liked? Well, there's the guy who, the prophet, who says, finally, a good Kristen Stewart film has come. 
Uh, and then there's <laughs> yeah, a that's pretty good person who got mad about the snobs. And then there's yeah. the film uh, like film school grad. I didn't understand this one, but the, who said kind of like a dark version of Snow White. <laughs> but that was like kind of over my head. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to. I maybe if the, I guess there's like an extended version. <laughs> I saw on the Wikipedia page. So maybe if you watch that, you get a little bit more of that. Yeah, there's a 120-minute extended edition. Okay. Oh, sorry, yeah. that's the sequel. Yeah. Arbiter Tanner dispenses his kisses to Mario, who says, I love it. I watch it everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Goodbye, you can leave. Tanner, welcome back. Um, we uh, don't have too much longer, but we I guess we could be better the blurb of the film. Let's be better the blurb. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, it's a hit segment um, where we be better the blurb. It's called the blurb the betterers. Blurb the betterers. Blurb the betterers. What is the blurb for this one? Uh, blurb is as follows. In a twist to the fairy tale, the huntsman... Mm. Ordered to take Snow White into the woods to be killed. Oh, so long. Winds up becoming her protector and mentor in a quest to vanquish the evil queen. Fucking snooze. So long. So long. And it's so boring. And it it trips me up so many times. Can I just say this? It trips me up so many times. It's uh, it's what's called in the business a garden path sentence, which is like a sentence that like makes you think it's going one way where it goes the other way. I had to pause a bunch while I was reading it because it says, in a twist of the fairy tale, the huntsman ordered to take Snow White. Oh, the huntsman ordered to take Snow White. <laughs> and then it does it again where it says, ordered to take Snow White into the woods to be killed, wins, and then it's like winds up becoming her protector and mentor it's like a fucking mess of a sentence yeah we're gonna have to take it from just i think just raw earth take it know? from raw earth we're tearing this thing down and we're building it up from from nothing i wonder um what, what do, do we have i'll tell you what how we many have. chris's can we say are in the film that's good i'll tell you what we have that's good we've got um yeah we got i love it i watch it everywhere <laughs> uh-huh we've got um lethargic drool of darkness which is pretty good and I do think we should probably get into this somewhere because I hope it's not stealing, but just like let people know that it's like kind of like uh, the dark version of Snow White. The Mirror Man. Excuse me? The Mirror Man? The man who's the mirror? Yeah. The Charlie's Thrones magic mirror? Yeah. He's played by an actor called Chris Obi. Okay. So it's. So that's three Chris's. Three Chris's. Yeah. That we're sort of learning from. So this, this is a three Chris movie. Yeah. So folks who aren't familiar with the rules of this uh, content block, we uh, we assign like a Chris rating. Yeah. To the film, and this is a three Chris film, so it's like that's just in the ca- that's just in the cast. Yeah. <laughs> I think we don't go beyond the cast unless we're desperate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. This one's Kristen, Chris, and then of course Mirror Man Chris. Yeah. Mirror Man Chris, and of course Chris Hemsworth from. Yeah. Thor, Chris, and Mirror Man, Chris. Let's see. So this starts in a twist to the fairy tale. That's kind of a way of saying what uh, Anonymous says so much better, which is kind of like a dark version of Snow White. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's hard to let... You don't really have to say much more once you say it's kind of like a dark version of Snow White, though, you know? Yeah, yeah sort of like so evocative so we might want to like 
had that a little. Okay, well, do you want to start with that at just out of the gate and then hit a semicolon? Think, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like a dark version of Snow White. And then the next sentence is, uh, the huntsman ordered to take Snow White into the... See, it tripped me up again. The huntsman, who was ordered to take Snow White into the woods to be killed? <sighs> Should we also say, should we clarify, because I feel like a lot of people will know that uh, the Theron in Charlie's Theron is the Greek word for huntsman. <laughs> and it's just going to really Your word that's going to trip people up? <laughs> yeah. I think if you can say it, if you could do it briefly. There's only one huntsman in this movie. Contrary to what you may think, no. there's only one huntsman in this movie, and it's Chris. Yeah. What about just the one huntsman? The one huntsman in this film is ordered. The one huntsman. The one huntsman. The one huntsman in this film is ordered. Yeah. One huntsman in this film, Chris Hemsworth, is ordered to kill Hmm, the princess. I don't like that because we're trying to Kristen Stewart. Gentle. Because of a prophecy from Mirror Man, Chris Obi. Okay, so we can just do that with Chris. We could say kind of a kind of. Okay, how, t- tell me what do you think of this. So this is taking what you've said, but kind of crissing it up a little bit. Kind yeah, of like a, a dark version of Snow so White with one huntsman and three Chrises. Really good. Okay, and then we say, then we can just say this real fast, because one of the things we didn't like about it, the original review is it's too long. And what we'll say is... You know, I'm curious how you're going to approach the Chris problem in writing, because it's something we can say in... Spoken word, it makes a lot of sense, Kristen Stewart, but... Well, tell me if this sounds elegant. Uh, Chris tells Chris to get Chris. Yeah, pretty much. There's There are some intermediaries there, mostly the queen and her haircut brother. Okay, how about but this? I think we can cut through Here's that. Here's how I can get an intermediate, but it's going to cause a huntsman problem for me, but I think we can solve it. Here's what I've got. Charlie's Huntsman Theron, parentheses, not a huntsman. Yep. Is told by Chris to get Chris to get Chris. That's good. Okay. I'm going to write that down before I get it. So Charlie's the huntsman. Theron. Theron. That's, I think that's good. And then do we need to say much more? Told by oh, there's Chris. There's a lot more movie. To get Chris. No, I think that's it. To get Chris. Let's just check to see if there's anything that they said that we didn't say. Right. Winds up becoming a protector and mentor on a quest to vanquish the evil queen. Boring. I think this is good. That What we have yeah. is like, ooh, I want to know what that means. I yeah. want to go see this film. You've told me too much in your blurb. Yeah, that's too much, and you told it boring. Blurb. So it's like, I feel yeah. like I've already seen the movie. <laughs> you told it boringly. Uh, and is the mirror Chris spelt differently from uh, either Kristen no, Stewart? classic. C-H-R-I-S. Yep. Okay, great. Um, so I'm going to read this back to you. Tell me uh, if it sounds good to you. Kind of like a dark version of Snow White, with one huntsman and three Chrises. Charlize, the huntsman Theron, not a huntsman, is told by Chris to get Chris to get Chris. That sounds pretty good, and I think, yeah, I like it It makes you want to go understand what that means. Yeah, yeah, and we do, because we've seen it, and it makes a ton right. of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Anything else um, you would like to say before we go home? Um, no. Okay, great. We should probably decide what we're watching. What we're watching. I made I think a spreadsheet. The lesson this week was clear for us, and I'm. Oh, what? These old bones of mine are certainly, you know, like a warming little lighter up to the yeah. idea of 
yeah. Christmas. Yes. Sorry, we should say it's it's, and we don't have to say it, do we? We don't have to spell it out for people. It's pretty clear what lesson we learned this week. <laughs> the lesson was very clear. The, I yeah. think the lesson was clear. <laughs> Sound off in the comments if you got what the lesson was. <laughs> yeah, you tell us what you thought. You know, and a lot of this is like we we, the message was clear to us. Yeah. <laughs> But maybe you got a different message. Yes, yeah, so. So, so please do sound off in the comments. But we, to be clear, we were visited by three of the ghosts of Christmas past, and it was Chris, Mirror Chris, yeah, uh, Thor Chris, Thor Chris, and yeah, Twilight Christmas Chris, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, and we should say what we're watching. So I sent you a spreadsheet. This one definitely was not a romance. We can agree on that, right? I just thought it was pretty romantic. <laughs> We should pick one that is a romance. Okay, we'll take a look at my spreadsheet. I've I've conveniently labeled them uh, yes or no with is a romance in a is in a, is a romance field. Yeah. I think this was kind of a romance, honestly. I think this was kind of a romance, so we don't have to. But there's a lot of romances. I've I've made a incomplete spreadsheet of Chris movies that we've talked about that Sarah sent me, uh, and that I added myself to. Um, we could add Christina Hendricks. That's true. To this list? Yep. Any other Chris's? This mm. is good. What you have is good. Yeah. Do I want to watch any of these movies? Hmm. If we want to watch a romance, The Five-Year Engagement is a pretty funny movie with Chris Pratt. What else is... Oh, Ghosted I Never Saw is a, is a I think, a romance that just came out with Chris Evans, where she's like... Okay. A ghost? Uh, I think she's like a super spy. <laughs> Let's watch Ghosted with Chris Evans. I think it just came out. Yeah, let's watch Ghosted with Chris Evans. Okay. That's great. So we're going to hunt Chris Evans. Oh, we're not hunting. <laughs> no, we're we're settling in for like another yeah. like frightening moral lesson about yeah. our- How we fucked up our lives. Impact yeah. on others yeah. and how no one will remember us or mourn us once we're dead. I'm going to get some gruel- Yep. And I'm going to uh, blow out the one candle I use to light my house because I don't need it and walk up my creaky stairs in my nightcap and gown and uh, enjoy uh, the Chris Evans film Ghosted. Yeah. I'm going to prepare my milk bath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have the excess run out to the peasants. Yeah. And I'm just gonna dip in that for a little while. That's it's it's not it's not I don't get a lot of rest that way, but it's restorative. Yeah. Great. Okay, well, thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me. I'd like to thank the B Babies so very much for bearing with us. We love and kiss you every single day. Um please subscribe to our Patreon. We put a ton of work into it. <laughs> yeah. Only five dollars a month. Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. Thank you to everyone who has done that. We love you extra much um guess what else uh join the facebook group everyone in the facebook group is both good and nice it's a rare 100 good and nice facebook group most of them aren't uh or have a kind no, of no most of them are awful but everyone yeah. is nice and good in our facebook group it's baby nation on facebook and uh rate and review the show uh you know why not tell someone about it we could use some more listeners tell someone about it <laughs> yeah Get off your asses. <laughs> no, don't be, remember, don't be mean to that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, and finally, what I will say is that this week uh, we watched film. Film we watched was called Snow White and the Huntsman. Next week, we're going to be watching a little film called Ghosted, starring Chris Evans in our continuing content block. Now is the winter of our Chris 
content. All that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And I hope you find your Apple ever after. What did you say? Apple. Apple. <laughs> Got it. We might be childhood friends.